Hello everyone! Welcome back to another episode of an audio biographical meditation. An audio biographical meditation. Why do I feel like every time I say it now, it... That girl's popping a pimple while she's driving her car. Why'd she slow down right here? There's not even a stop sign. Anyways... Got some stuff to talk about today. Well, hopefully I do, right? We're going to start out with a childhood story like we always do. The structure of my podcast goes like this. I start with the childhood story for older me. So I can look back and be like, yeah, that was my childhood. Be proud of that and give my kids an even better childhood. Second, I give you a life update. I'm currently trying to hit 200 pounds on the scale. I'm at 182 right now. And it's been a struggle for me. So I want to keep you guys updated on what I'm doing, how I'm getting there, and my progress. Third thing is I give you guys some type of life lesson that I've learned throughout my life. And I'm only 26, so there's not too many life lessons. That's why I'm trying to live my life so I can learn more things and teach you guys more, more stuff. So you guys don't make the same mistakes I do. Or you'll still make mistakes, but there'll be less mistakes. There will be less mistakes, hopefully. That's the, that's the goal, right? And yeah, cool. I, f- I really didn't know what I was going to talk about today. Uh, and then I was on my break and I just wrote a blog and it just came to me. So I do have something planned for the later part of this episode. Uh, but let's let's talk about my childhood for a second. This isn't a crazy childhood story, mainly because, well, they're not all crazy childhood stories. Some, some stories I just want to tell the podcast so future me can listen to it and be like, okay, I like that part of my childhood. Let me try to give my my child, my future children, a similar experience, or even a better experience. I was very blessed to have both my parents growing up. And they were both there for me. They they never got divorced. They never left. Uh, Now, money was always kind of tight. We, We always kind of struggled with money. And every now and again... My, we would eat out, which was great. We would eat out a lot. Not, not a lot, but we would eat out maybe a couple times a week. And eating out, when you go to like a fast food place, that's cheap, right? You can get, uh, you can get around $30 worth of food for the whole family. And some nights, these are these were very rare occasions. We would get we would get Portillos, which if anyone knows that's a Chicago-based restaurant. They have places, you know, in California and Florida, I'm pretty sure, but they originated in Chicago. And I grew up on Portillos. They're okay. Nothing crazy, nothing to be like 
Their beef is fucking amazing, though. And their, che their cheese and... Oh, my gosh. I'm actually going back to Chicago in, in, a, in a week. So I'm definitely going to get some beef soaking wet with some... With a cup of cheese. Oh, my gosh. I also have some Chipotle with me right now. I'm real. I didn't even eat my my dinner today. Uh, I just I had a lot of stuff going on and I totally forgot to grab my. I grabbed one meal, but I didn't think I was gonna need a second meal, which dumb of me because I I'm always hungry. So just, hopefully Chipotle gives me that uh, extra calories that I would have gotten with that second meal. But that's I should not be doing this. I need to eat more food. We need to. Get those calories up. Anyways, back to the freaking story. Jesus Christ, Richard. Back to the story. Portillo's. Rarely we would get it. And when we would get it, we we would go to our living room and we'd get this pink blanket. I, I remember this pink blanket. Huge pink blanket. We'd sprawl it out on the floor and we would eat in the living room on the floor. And we would, I can't remember if we would watch a movie. All I remember is sitting in the living room eating Portillo's on the floor. And the amount of joy that filled me, that was, that was inside of me when this would, would occur as a child, I was less than 10 years old and I, oh my gosh, it, it left a big imprint on my mind, uh, such a big imprint that I still remember it to this day, because for the most part, I don't talk about this um, childhood memory. I don't remember the last time I spoke about it, but I still remember it very vivid, very vaguely, but it's still in there. And I'm hoping future me can can take that memory and use it for his own children. So future Richard, if you're listening to this, which I hope you're not, because I don't even listen to my episodes, you know, when I, I haven't listened to any of my episodes, uh, back, back when I first started, I listened to a couple, but I, I listen to them so much when I'm editing them, I, I get kind of tired of it. I'm like, okay, Richard, fucking a, like, shut the fuck up, release this shit and move on. And I'm sure when I'm older, I'll revisit these because nostalgic, uh, nostalgia, nostalgia, and all that great stuff. But anyways, on to my life. I am currently in my car, and it's hot as balls in here. It's, it, this is going to be hard to do in my car in the summer. I'll have to keep my car on with the AC on, and I'll have to move my phone somewhere else. But the thing is, I have notes on my phone. So I'm kind of in this weird predicament where I'm going to need either a second phone, maybe not a second phone, but just some sort of device where I can keep notes on. Maybe just get like a, a little note, note tablet or like a small laptop type of thing, a smart laptop. I don't know what they're called, but they're small laptops. I'll probably need that for when I go back to Chicago because I'll... I won't have my computer with me and I'll still be putting out episodes and great stuff like that. 
So even though I'm going to Chicago in a week for, so I'm going in Chicago, I'm going in Chicago. I will be in Chicago. Uh, I'm going to Chicago June 14th, 15th. I haven't decided. It's a 16 hour drive. That's why I'm not excited for that. Uh, but this gives me a good amount of time to kind of, um, meditate on my life, especially when you're by yourself for 16 hours. Uh, I like to get, I probably will listen to some audiobooks and a podcast, jam out to some music. I've done it before. I don't want to do it again, but this is cheaper than flying. And I'll be there for three weeks. And we're, the goal is to get some modeling jobs. Because if you guys don't know, I'm a model and an actor. You know, your boy's up here. We're doing it. Well, we're actually down here because we're down south right now. But we're doing the modeling thing. I actually just did a test shoot today for my portfolio. And it was... I don't like taking photos that much. I do. I Okay, it, I have a love-hate relationship with it because I don't necessarily like the photos when I get them back right away. I have to kind of get used to them. <laughs> Unless they're like top notch like my headshot was then I'm like okay that's that's a good photo but I don't necessarily like photos of myself and unless I take them and I take a bunch so I can you know kind of see different poses and stuff but when I'm taking a photo with a photographer or photos with a photographer I don't necessarily look at the photos unless he shows me I just do my poses I try new things out and I hope for the best. You take so m I took so many photos today. And we shot, I think, five looks. And we probably shot like 200 photos. Maybe 300. He shot so many. And he was the type of photographer that didn't really give me that much direction. Which is fine because I'm pretty good at posing. But it takes me a little bit to get warmed up. I also was dealing with a new haircut and I wasn't really, I like the haircut, but I don't know how it looks necessarily on camera. So I'm kind of scared about that. So these test shoots, they are paid. So I pay him to shoot for me since, you know, that is his job. And I get, he gives me photos back edited and then I give them to my agency. They pick some for my book. And I move on. I post some on Instagram. I get some, get some, not clout, but I get some attention on there. Maybe someone notices a photo and they like it and they book me for a job. And it was really funny today because I took, I, since I was paying for the sh shoots, like the agency didn't send me to this dude. I, I went there for myself. Uh, so these are all photos from me. I could, I couldn't even, I don't even have to give these to the agency if I want to, but I'm going to. And I did some shirtless and some underwear photos, which, you know, that's so foreign to me because, and we use baby oil, which was, I was, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I noticed something about my body and I don't know if it's because I took, I took a little, mm, no, probably what that was towards the end of the shoot. But so I took a little bit of pre-workout just to focus me up. And 
that helps with uh, my circulation too, so my veins pop out. But what I've been noticing lately is my upper body with I don't even have to do push-ups to get a pump in my upper body because I already, I think because I'm so toned and I have a good amount of muscle in my upper body that I just, I look like I'm pumped before I'm even actually pumped, which that's the goal. I don't, I shouldn't have to do like 15 push-ups before a photo shoot to get a pumped up chest. You should be able to have a good amount of muscle on you and, you know, you're holding a good amount of water where your chest appears to be pumped before, uh, before you take the photos. And yeah, that was pretty cool. I don't know how they turned out. He didn't show me, but. Uh, I also did some shoots with, I did some shots with glasses on because I have blue blocking glasses and I actually wore them to work the other day just to test them out. And I got some good compliments. So that was nice. Uh, I've been, you know, trying new things out with my clothing and my, my styling and doing this, doing this shoot without a shirt on or doing some shoots, doing some photos without a shirt on because you know i look at myself every day in the mirror i and i'm not ashamed of it i i look at myself naked all the time that's just like my 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 room literally has a closet with mirrors on it so i get like a full length i have a full length mirror in my room and it's just that's just how it goes so i see myself every day and i i think i look good uh but I probably look better to someone who doesn't see me every day, right? So I always have to consider that. But yeah, so we're yeah, we're doing well with bulking. I I'm consistently almost 182 on the scale, which is pretty good because for the most part I've been around like 178 179 and what's even stranger is I think my my scale is actually I think it's actually broken because I and I just noticed this like a month ago but I'll step on the scale and it will it will say like I'll just give you guys an example it was say 182 okay and then I step off of the scale and I go back on and it will say 180. So then I'm confused. Like, why, why is it giving me a different number? And I, I go on without socks. I go on. I'm consistently the same every time I go on the, the scale, right? I wake up, go to the bathroom. I take my socks off and then. I'm on the empty stomach, right? And I hop on the scale. And then I have to hop on it again to give a more accurate reading. So I'll be looking at getting a new scale when I come back into town. I probably won't be weighing myself when I'm in Chicago. Maybe I should. No, maybe I shouldn't. Just, you know, forget it. Like, be just I'll train my ass off. I'll eat a bunch of food and I'll just not focus on the scale. 
I think that might be good because I am going to quote unquote be on vacation, even though I'll be working. I don't want to, I probably won't really meal prep that much. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Oh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But yeah, so we're, we're slowly getting there. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good in the gym. My lifts are good. Work is fine. And yeah, I'm, I'm fucking hot. So let's get to the, let's get to the final, uh, the meats of this episode, which, you know, it's not really the meats, but no, it's the meats. This is where you guys learn something. And I, I wrote this down and I didn't even edit it yet. So I probably won't really read from it. I just want to get like a general gist of it. So let's try to work, work through this. I don't even have a working title for it, but working hard towards something, even though you can't see the finish line and being flexible when life tries to redirect you. When we start anything new in life, there's a sense of direction that's missing. You may have an angle, but everything in between isn't there. It's empty. You can't, you see, you really cannot see. And not even that you can't see, you can't predict every move that you're going to make in the future. Because something's going to come up in your life. You're going to get redirected. It's going to move you somewhere. And you're just going to have to recalculate what's going on. Everyone thinks that success is a straight line and you reach your goals in a straight line. But no, it's it's a bunch of up and downs and zigzags. And you don't even know where you're going half the time. Sometimes, sometimes you can't even see. Sometimes you got to use a flashlight. And it's all about becoming flexible and using those opportunities to your advantage because sometimes sometimes life knows what you want more than you actually know what you want and i've i've experienced this myself um that's that's why i'm talking about it because i've i've gone i've gone from being like okay this is my goal this is what i need this is what i want i'm gonna get it and then life is like hey richard this goal is going to, listen, I'll give you this goal, right? But it's going to take you a little bit longer than you anticipated. And sometimes it's even like, mm, Richard, that goal that you think you want, you don't actually want. This is what you want. And I'm, I'm flexible enough to allow life to show me what I want. So yeah, you can call this whatever you want. You can call it fate or life. It, it doesn't really matter what you call it. But there's something happening that you have to realize and not just brush it off. Because I do believe that there is a certain point where you're supposed to get in life. And I do believe that we as people don't necessarily know where we're supposed to go. And sometimes it's beneficial just to let life direct you and just go with it and be like, okay, this is it. Like, and I'll give you some examples here before we get into the questions that you should be asking yourself, um, when you get off track and, and if you should keep following these goals, 
that you have in mind. Let's take a look at fashion school for me. I was going to fashion school and I was, I wasn't having the best time. I was working out more than I was even going to classes. And then one of my professors knew an agent in an agency. So he sent me to an agency and they, they were like, this is the same agency that I'm signed with, but this was before I've told the story before, but they told me, listen, we like you, but there's not everyone's on board with you. So sorry, but we can't, we're not going to sign you. And okay. That's life. Just being like, okay, Richard, keep going. Like figure out something else. I don't know. Do if this is what you really want, then work towards your body more, become more you know, social, have a better personality type of thing. And then my aunt, God bless my aunt. She sent me to a modeling competition casting call. And this was in the summer between my, my college uh, year. I think I was, I was going to be a senior and then I, I told my, I told my roommate, I'm like, listen, if I get, if I get signed, I'm not coming back to school because that life was showing me and I, end, I ended up getting signed. And that's the thing life was showing me. Listen, go. I probably could have done fashion school and, and modeling, but at the same time, I wasn't really feeling fashion school. And when this modeling competition came up, I thought it was the perfect opportunity just to go head first into it. And that's what I did. And oh my gosh, this is crazy to even think about because at the time I was working at Nordstrom. Now, if I went back to fashion school, my life would be in a completely different direction because I would never have transferred to the Chicago location and then transferred to the Dallas location. My life would not be anywhere close to where it is now. Maybe it, okay, I'm sure I would have made something work out, but I am very happy with where I am in life. And it's because I'm going to call it fate. Fate showed me where to go. It was like, hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And when I was in Chicago, I wrote down in my journal that I need to get out of this state. And this was in like right when COVID happened, I was just so fucking sick. Everything closed down. I was so fucking sick of, of living in Chicago. And it doesn't help that six months out of the year, it's cold and it's just miserable. So I'm like, okay, let's see what life has to offer. And I started searching for potential new place. I, I started searching for new places to live and I weighed my options I thought, okay, Dallas, it's warm. It has a modeling market, right? What else? Where else could I go? Maybe Portland? Eh, it's kind of rainy there. California? I don't know if I'm really a LA type of model, right? And then I kept thinking and thinking. And then I was applying for jobs online. And the first job that came up was this job in Texas. And I applied for it. And I got an interview. And that was it. That's all I needed. That's all life had to show me. Like, hey, this is it. This is where you should go. And that's what I did. I I didn't even care if I got the job or not. 
because that because life was just directing me towards a location. That job had nothing to do with whether or not I was moving. I was going to move no matter what because I got a interview. That was the first job I applied for and I got an interview for it the next day. What more do I need out of life to tell me, hey, you should move here. And now I live here and I don't know. I And to be honest, kind of go off topic here. Not really, but just so you guys know, I don't know if I'm going to stay here. I really don't. It's nice, but I I want to move to Europe or something or New York or I don't know. I I need to explore more places before I can settle down. And especially since I'm young, I'm 26. I can I can move around and especially if I don't have kids yet. I'm ready like I just got to explore more places. And maybe not move there, but maybe live there for a couple months, right? Anyways, I'm going to wait for life to kind of show me show me a place to move to and yeah so I don't know how long that's going to take but we're I'm open I'm being flexible and going back to what I was saying there's a lot of things that go on inside our minds when we get off track uh of our of our end goal and you know I'm not going to say what my end goal is because that's personal to me but these are some questions I ask myself when it comes to me getting off track of my end goal. Is that goal something I really want? Because, you know, if it isn't, I should probably be focusing on this new thing that life is trying to show me. Second, should I pursue this thing over here that I'm attracted to and forget that other goal? That's that's an extension off of the last one, right? You have to figure out, okay, listen, this end goal, I really fucking want it. I really want that end goal. But life is pushing me towards something else. And I don't know what I want to do. And the last question is, why is this happening to me? And that's the thing. That's the problem right there. You don't ask yourself that question. You ask yourself, why is this happening for me? And that's going to re, you know, configure your mind a little bit. You'll start thinking differently. Because when life shows you a new way, or directs you differently, that's not happening to you. That's happening for you. You have to, you have to let life, you have to let life direct you into that direction. You have to let life direct you in that way because it's trying to show you something. It's trying to give you a lesson and it might not even be worth, you know, putting too much energy into, but definitely, definitely give it a, a little bit of energy, right? Give it some consideration because there is a lesson to be learned there. And from like going back to me getting that job interview, right? I got, I applied for that job and right away I got an interview and I could have questioned, I could have sat down and been like, why is this happening to me? Why, why, why is life trying to move? like direct me to Texas. And I didn't ask myself that. I asked myself, why is this happening for me? And I didn't have the answer. Because I don't know. You never, you don't know that question until you go to it, until you pursue whatever life is directing you to. And 
I knew that. I knew that. So I just, I just decided 100%. I'm like, okay, life, you're right. I should go here. And for what? I don't know. But now I know to get signed. I got signed and that's going to, and it's, it's like a tree that's being planted, right? Over the years, there's going to be different shit that comes out of this. And that's, that's why it's happening for me. So I can better my life. So I can pursue things that I'm actually into. Because, listen, I was having a lot of trouble getting acting work in Chicago. Mainly because, I don't know, it just kind of fell off the wayside. Fell off the, fell off, um, I'm going to say my bedside, right? It fell off my bedside and I just completely forgot about it. And I didn't realize how much I love acting. I, I kind of forgot how much I love acting until I did that commercial recently. And being around all these other actors, it sparked that into me. And maybe it wasn't even that. Maybe it was when I was doing auditions, I was doing a cold read with with my agency to get see if I'm potentially good enough to get signed by them. And that sparked like this interest in me that I would have never of maybe, okay, I would have probably found that interest again, but it would have taken a lot more time in Chicago. And since it's happened and now that I'm talking about it to you guys, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I should really double down on this acting stuff because I love it so much. And shit. That's, yeah, I got to double down on this shit. Okay, I'm sweating in my car. Holy shit. My food's still a little bit warm. This is a good topic. I'm re I really like this. But let's keep going. We're almost there. So yeah, basically what's worked for me is following life or following fate, whatever it is. Yeah, I may want that end goal really bad, right? But life might be showing me something that's even better and more worthwhile um, than that goal that I think I want. So, yes, I have an end goal in mind. And I'm, I'm right there. I'm like, okay, this is what I want. But I am flexible. So, life, if you want to show me a different way, Go ahead, but I'm going to start, I'm going to keep pursuing this end goal. And when things come up that seem a little odd, I'm going to follow that and be like, okay, let's, let's go there. Let's try that out. And the great thing about doing it this way is that you can always go back to that first goal. If the redirection that life is throwing at you doesn't work out, you can go back to that goal. See, that's, that's the great thing. You don't have to just fully commit to this new redirection that life is throwing at you. And even if you do fully commit and it doesn't work out, you still got that end goal. That's the great thing about being flexible. So overall, in my experience with life and living, when life redirects you, it's for a good reason. Usually it's for a good reason. And it doesn't hurt to follow it. And let's just bring this back to me moving to Texas because it's, it's a great example. Now I moved to Texas. I've gained a lot of experience. I've gained a lot of friends, just a lot of, a lot of life lessons in general. And I've 
really changed my end goal. But I if I if I want to go back to Chicago and and follow the other end goal that I had, I can still do that because I'm I'm young and I'm you know, I still I don't have a family really. I mean I have a family, but I don't have like children type of thing. And if anyone's young, uh, take advantage of that. And even if you are older, I still believe you should, you should, this, this still applies to you. Okay. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys and girls and whoever's listening so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I truly appreciate each and every one of you. It means the world to me. Uh, don't worry because in the future we're going to, we're keep, we're going to keep tweaking this podcast we're gonna keep making it better we're gonna have guests on we're gonna have a website i'm i have this thing i want to do in future episodes i'm not gonna tell you guys because i don't want anyone to steal my idea but i think it's pretty good so uh maybe when i get back from chicago yeah yeah, that's the plan when i get back from chicago or even in chicago i'll do it i don't know uh there's exciting things coming okay so stay 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 tuned And I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Okay, peace.